Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. A Gay Girl in Damascus, the Amina profile explores the story of Amina Araf, a Syrian-American revolutionary whose blog, A Gay Girl in Damascus, acquires a huge following as the Syrian uprising gains momentum. There is no indication that this is a typical online flirtation between two strangers who would turn into a, that it would, it would turn into a case of shocking international intrigue. For months, Sandra in Montreal and Amina, a Syrian-American bound romantically and intellectually. Encouraged by Sandra, Amina launches a blog called A Gay Girl in Damascus, representing a marginalized voice in Middle Eastern politics, religion, and sexuality. And we're just going to leave it there because we I cannot wait to talk to the uh, director of this wonderful film, A Gay Girl in Damascus, the Amina Profile, and that would be director Sophie Dorasp. Welcome to Film School. Hi, Mike. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Well, tell me, I mean, uh, the obvious question is, is I mean, this. Uh, how did you get involved with, with this story and prompting you to do uh, a, uh, a documentary about it? Well, actually, I knew Sandra Bagaria, the Montreal woman who uh, conducted an online relationship with Amina, so I was the first witness of... Uh, of uh, all what happened uh, first uh, the uh, online relationship that they conducted and then uh, the following events which is uh, Amina gathering uh, a huge crowd of followers uh, with her blog the gay girl in Damascus and then being kidnapped and then well when questions were raised about her identity we all felt okay we're in the middle of a thriller here mm-hmm yeah, it is. It, that's one of the th- great things about this film. It is a thriller. I I have to confess. I I mean, I spent a fair amount of time online doing things, but I wasn't familiar with this story, which I think was really uh, helped me uh, dive right into this film. Uh, I didn't know the outcome, to be honest with you, until I, I I I purposely did not look for much information beyond beyond that to just I wanted to watch this film and experience the whole story, go uh, cold going in. Um, so well, I think it's it's good that uh, you didn't know anything. But even those who kind of knew heard about it, uh, I know the film reveals uh, so many so much more than what you could uh, read uh, in the headlines at that time or mm-hmm. what you could heard on the radio or whatever. No, that's true. I mean, despite yeah, exactly what you said. Even though you may think you know the story, there is just so much in the way of revelations. Um, so you you were you knew Sandra and so you you kind of you were a, you had sounds like you had kind of a front row seat to as it was unfolding. Um, what was there any hesitation on her part to be to to get involved in a film project uh, about this? Is, yes. Go ahead. Uh, well, um, at first, uh, well, I told her, Sandra. We're in a film, and we're about at minute 20 of that film. I'm sure a lot more has to come. And uh, 
and I left it like that. I didn't ask her directly, like, can I film it? Or Because uh, uh, I thought she was so exposed at that time. Mm. She was uh, in such an emotional turmoil, and, and it was uh, covered by the media. So her personal life... As a gay woman, but but more than that, as a she was seen as a naive person who fell into uh, some uh, some uh, some trap by and hoaxed her. But it's a lot more complex than that. But that's what the media depicted at the time. So um, so uh, I, I just left it like that. And but we had a lot of discussion about uh, uh, the true identity of Amina and and the reasons uh, for all this to happen to happen to her as well and and uh, and she well she came back to me a few months later saying uh, Sophia would like to share all my archives with you if you think there's a film to do with it go ahead and. Uh, so by her archives, it was like uh, uh, pictures, emails, uh, text messages she had exchanged with Amina uh, in the course of six months. Uh, it was a, an erotic relationship. She wasn't hiding it at all. So I had access all to all that material. And at first I wondered, well, okay, this happened online. So how am I going to turn it into uh, images and sound and, well, make a film about it? So uh, I thought, uh, well, Amina uh, is a fantasy uh, created by a single person, but then shared by many, many others that were educated and and uh, bright and, 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 and people who knew about uh, uh, the world and and also were uh, pretty clever about how it works online. So, mm. so uh, Sandra wasn't the only one in that story. So I felt that I I could have the story told by all those people. Yeah. And and then I asked Sandra, would you come with me? And she said yes right away. She was eager to meet with those people to to share it with uh, uh, with people. Some of them she had had a, a connection online with them but but most of them she well she had never met with them by uh, a face-to-face encounter so so it was really good for her to to do that yeah i, I think i need to go a uh, step back take a, a step back here because uh you've explained a lot of it i i think that it's important to put some context around this story of these two women who meet online who strike up a, a relationship over the internet uh and it becomes more and more involved obviously on an emotional level uh, it becomes more and more complicated complex and then on top of this story is the 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 politics the outside world the uh, this is, takes place at a time when Syria is beginning to unravel. There are we are in the midst of the Arab Spring. We're watching Tunisia and Egypt, and now beginning to see this movement for a more democratized society move forward in Syria. Met with obviously with opposition from the Assad regime, but also the sexual politics of this. This is kind of an outrageous thing. In it appears in the in the in the Muslim world for a a gay woman, a gay man, gay woman. It doesn't really matter to be so out in front. It, and so that gives this story so much of the kind of the, uh, the, the gravitas, the, do you tell me, get, explain to me how this, all of this context, how did you, how do you see what happened here? Well, that's why I felt 
the story needed to be uh, told in all its details or all its complexity, because it says a lot about our contemporary world. Uh, first, how we um, enter into a relationship with one another, uh, how, uh, uh, and also how we... Um, we can share uh, informations and and uh, and even uh, also uh, personal things with people from uh, other cultures, uh, and especially when uh, we Westerners are um, well, we have access to so much information. Yeah. But at the same time, uh, we the information is not uh, it, it is what we want to hear. It's not. Uh, always exactly what's happening in other countries or in other parts of the world where where uh, well, well where there's a barrier in terms of a, a cultural barrier to understand what's happening really and and so uh, this film says a lot about this difficulty and and how we can uh, even if we are very uh, uh, bright and and even if we know a lot about the wor- world, that we can get into a trap just by uh, wanting some uh, to hear about something exotic, something sexy, uh, and the Amina profile is exactly uh, that. Where I think she was constructed in a way just to appeal to uh, us. Yeah. Well, the, yes, and I again, there's. If somebody doesn't know, and I didn't, the twist here, and it's a significant part of the story, and we're going to leave it to the viewer to see a, a gay girl in Damascus, the Amina profile, to discover what it is. But you're absolutely right that there is kind of a uh, there's a sexual the component to this that is it in some ways pulls us into the story, uh, but it's also there's manipulations going on and there's things that that uh and there is a turn in this sort of for me the turn was i i want to be careful i don't want to spoil this in any way for people but the story takes the turn that in the context of the syrian uprising and the counter uh attack by the syrian government on people who were protesting uh, that when that sto- when the story takes that turn, and when we see peril uh, for uh, for uh, Amina, that I felt that that's where that's where this thing. <laughs> I don't know how to say this. Took, <laughs> took took a turn that was cruel. Was that was beyond? It was. It took it out of the context of a interpersonal relationship between these two women, and for me, that's where where the. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say, and I, I just yes, I, yes. I, yeah, I understand I, what you mean because yeah. a lot of vulnerable people were trapped in this story, and, uh, and 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 that is a shame. Exactly, exactly. There are some questions I want to ask you. I just don't. I can't because I think it will uh, will because, uh, <sighs> but um. Yeah, it's just a, this is such a. It not only is it a story, particular, specific story, and as you said, we live in a world now where we exchange information, but we don't necessarily exchange the truth. We know a lot about somebody that we assume to be true, but not necessarily true. And yeah, so it questions a lot, uh, like the responsibility of the media, and not yeah. only uh, the yeah. internet, but also uh, like traditional media. I think we can say that. 
that the blogging that occurred between uh, Sandra and, and Amina w took on an international uh, uh, profile. It became a, 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 a situation that were where human rights were involved, uh, human rights organizations were involved, uh, journalistic uh, organizations were involved because they're, of their concern for Amina. Uh, so, and that has a lot to do with the politics of uh, a, a gay woman in, in, in Syria. I mean, that, that was directly impacted how, uh, why a lot of people got involved because their fear for their, for their safety. So, uh -huh, so, so the sexual politics, the real kind of not the real, but the the political on the ground politics in Syria, the international community, the politics of all kinds of things come into play here. But at the end of the day, a gay girl in Damascus is a very personal story. It's such a it. I, and one of the wonderful things I love about your film and I love about great documentaries, this ability to take a the this personal story and yet make it about so much more and i thought oh, thank I, you that's I, what i aimed at doing with that film well you did a terrific job with it and and it's just because you focused on the, the personal that that all the rest of the stuff that surrounded the story gives it that sort of that kind of that taking it into that the realm of the more macro i call it the micro macro appeal Right. And that's uh -huh. what this story is. Um, so <laughs> uh, I just there's questions. I just feel like I, I'm kind of hemmed in here. But anyway, uh, tell me a little bit about uh, the uh, the your decisions, the decisions that went into kind of reenacting some of the things, because they're terrific. They're amazing. Not I'm I'm get, I'm not talking about kind of the the sexual part of it, although that was interesting. But I'm talking about your ability to really tell this story because obviously there's a lot of this you you couldn't have filmed and wouldn't have been been available for. Tell me about your kind of the process when you were deciding how you were going to tell it with with film footage you didn't have, more or less. Yes. Well, I I just um, because. We are, uh, a lot of people are conducting online relationships, either love relationships or friendships or, or, or just uh, to get to know about other uh, places or part of the world. And, and we, we, uh, we construct with our imagination. We, we, uh, we do construct what it is on the other side. Uh, so it's either sexual, either exotic, or it can be war. Uh, and we also have glimpses of images to help us from YouTube, from the media, from, uh, uh, we have so many images around us, uh, that are very accessible. So, so that's what I used. I, 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 I thought film is the greatest media to uh, build up a fantasy, and uh, and and uh, so I I used many different uh, let's say uh, like the material is uh, kind of baroque, uh, but at the end I I wanted it to uh, to be fluid, and so I gave uh, all those images uh, a texture to make them fit uh, all together, so it flows, but. Uh, but I have uh, this mix of uh, many sources, uh, either like uh, pure fiction, uh, mise-en-scene, and also uh, different uh, low-resolution uh, YouTube, let's say, or, or uh, media archives and 
Well, you, so I, it's yeah. yeah, it's just beautifully done. It's beautifully shot. Uh, the storyline, and by the way, uh, just kind of a uh, sort of as an aside in a bit, um, a, a shout out, if you will, to your sound uh, design, your sound production. You did a great job with uh, sound and music in this film. I really uh, felt it pulled it pulls the story along, and and is an important part of the film itself. And uh, I just just sort of random to say that but I, I i felt that you did a a very nice job with uh with that as well um oh thank you yeah hey, thanks for them too Sam Shalabi at the music uh, uh great artist yeah uh, uh, okay in in the last minute or so i have with you um how is what was sandra's reaction to to the film the first time she saw it uh completely cut and ready for release yeah, yeah, because uh, I, I just, I didn't want her to uh, come in the editing room, and she wasn't aware uh, of the fiction part that I filmed, and uh, and uh, so uh, I was pretty nervous before showing it to her, like the first, um, well, what, what, the final cut. I, I waited until the final cut, and, uh, and what she said was... Um, uh, well, she had a few tears here and there during mm-hmm. the the screening, but at the end she said, "Oh, it's not only about me," and, and she felt uh, relieved in a way, and she found closure too uh, by the process of making the film and now uh, sharing it uh, with an audience. Well, I, I'm, and that's wonderful to hear. And I can understand why she would, would her reaction because first of all, it's a wonderful film, but also, the fact is, it is about more than just. I mean, it is about the relationship, and that's what is so compelling about the story, the dynamics of the story. But there is so much more in this story uh, uh, that relate to, yeah, as we've talked about, the nature of relationships, information, sexual politics, everything else. So that's wonderful to hear that she sees the the broader context uh, for this and for her story. Um, I hope she's happy. I know this has been a tremendous trauma. Yes. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, I hope that uh, coming out on the, on the on the other side of this because she invested so much. And for all of the things that, uh, you know, the, the all the different twists and turns it took and for her be, to be brave enough for you to allow you to be there to bear witness to it. I, I thought she was just wonderful. And um, and I'm glad I'm glad for her that she she's uh, she's on board. Uh, so absolutely. Yes, you're right. She was very courageous. And, and now she's really happy to share the film. Oh, that's wonderful. The film opens uh, in Los Angeles uh, here. T- again, I'm going to remind our listeners that it's called uh, A Gay Girl in Damascus, The Amina Profile. Uh, it opens here in Los Angeles, as well as Sundance Docs is also uh, screening it. And it opens today on that uh, wonderful uh, venue, that platform for watching uh, great documentaries, and this one included. On you go to oh, I, uh, Sundance.org to find out more about uh, watching uh, the, this film as well as in theaters. Are you doing any Q uh, and A's anywhere? Are you are you appearing? Um, uh, uh, not yet uh, for the U.S. release. Unfortunately, we had done. Uh, we we did a lot uh, in festivals in the U.S., but we're uh, will be traveling in other countries for the rest of the year. Wonderful. Well, uh, Sophie, 
Duresp, uh, you, in addition to being the director, you were also involved in the editing, and uh, I'm sure this is, uh, it's been, I'm sure, uh, with all the twists and turns the story took and all of the, all of the attention that it garnered around the world, I'm sure you've, uh, you're, you're happy to release this to the world and for, uh, for us to all have an opportunity to enjoy. Um, it's a terrific film. Um, are you working on anything currently? Is this... Yes, sure. Yes, I have uh, other um, well fiction films uh, oh, as uh, projects, and uh, I'm I'm just waiting for a a great subject uh, just like this one <laughs> to do another documentary. Well, wonderful! I it's been an honor to have you on. A, a gay girl in Damascus, the Amina profile, the director and editor as well is Sophie Durasp. Thank you so much for being a part of Film School. Thank you. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.